Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Health Lawyer Podcast with Julian Whitehead, brought to you by Whitehead Legal, the most exclusive firm in Australia for health practitioners. And today we're actually going to spiral down a little rabbit hole that happened recently on a matter of ours regarding annual leave and which is in negative arrears where there's a significant quantum of it and how it's dealt with when you're selling or buying a practice. So in this instance, we experienced quite an anomaly, but we, it could be happening as we say right now out there with a lot of our listeners' practices what really came to light was there were one of the employees at a practice which our client was was purchasing had approximately 1500 hours worth of annual leave in arrears now <laughs> the reason behind the arrears <laughs> element rather than in accrued annual leave um, there was the feasible reason was never 100% explained and how that scenario really occurred. However, it, it was there, it was in arrears, and it needed to be dealt with properly because it's not 20 hours, which sometimes happens, or five hours in arrears, which, yeah, of course, a couple of days more annual leave written off as annual leave, but put in arrears so the employee backs it up when they return from holidays. This was out of the box because it turned into about a $120,000 debt that the employee actually owed the outgoing vendor. So how was that, how practically, how was the the employee to really, really guide their, their way through this scenario? How was our client really supposed to manage this debt with an employee that they really wanted to take on? Was the debt to be repaid to the vendor or was it to be transferred to our client as a, a debt that is, uh, that is to be uh, called upon? What happens to the, the purchase price of the practice? Is, the, is that adjusted? Knowing that our client would, could have the ability to call on that debt so was the purchase price adjusted down for that approximately $120,000 and our client called upon that $120,000 debt? Well, what's the employee going to think in the event that, yeah, that debt's called upon? So what, what are our options in this scenario? You can either forgive that debt, well, the, the vendor could either forgive that debt, which is pretty, which is, uh, pretty uh, magnanimous, of the, the vendor, the vendor could also require that debt to be yeah adjusted against the purchase price and not repaid, and leave it for the the purchaser, our client, to go ahead and and, and seek that 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 debt. Well. Let's just say the the added intrigue to this element was 
whether or not the employee actually knew <laughs> that they had a debt. So imagine that. There's, there's wide-ranging issues here where, where an employee is put to them a couple of days before, well, not a couple of days, but uh, sometime before the settlement of the practice that they actually owe a significant amount. I mean, it would take one of these employees quite some time and maybe never able to pay this off um, if in, that, in that role. The, the issues of disclosure or appropriate disclosure from the vendor to our client um, is, of course, raised. The reasons why this has happened never been properly answered, of course, is, is raised. But really getting, th well, navigating through this issue uh, practically, but also with haste given a, set a, a settlement date that is, that is fast approaching. Well, this is the management of, the, of, of these pract practical issues that it needs to be prioritised for anyone who's, who's looking after uh, these matters. So the resultant elements here, found, we found that a, um, fortunately, for the employee, that's for sure, <laughs> the, there was a deal and it was finalised prior to settlement. Now, the, the syntax of that deal were profit, um, were, they were accepted, there was no adjustment of the purchase price, and the, the employee was transferred in the normal way by way of a transfer letter, acknowledging their entitlements, now not in arrears, and acknowledging that they are a transferring employee and they have continuity of service. I guess this really goes back to the point of proper record keeping, particularly with employees. I've reiterated throughout our, our podcast episodes that employee issues have fast become the number one issue in buying and selling practices. And our clients are, are uh, quite surprised by the, the magnitude of the due diligence required to flush out proper employee entitlement details, proper contracts even, or arrangements, whether or not the employee, like details, whether or not the employees are paid above award rate, whether or not their contracts actually allow for uh, the payments above award rate, whether or not there, is, there are appropriate set-off clauses in those contracts, which if they aren't there, they're very likely being underpaid. So proper disclosure and proper management of, the, of records and employee records is, well, it should be, it should be done leading into the time when you think for vendors when you're thinking about selling now of course there's those those you know three or four percentile that you know there's adverse scenarios where you just need to sell your practice straight away but for the remaining vendors you have time to go and get your practice sale ready and by that means even even a 
couple of weeks to a, even a, or a month of liaising with your team, with your accountant, your finance, if you've got finance, but if you've still got borrowings and your, your equipment, with your lawyer to get your, your legal side, your legal DD, which will be called upon from a purchase side of things, get your legal DD ready and thrash out before you really engage with a, a purchaser on any or any red flags or any issues that either your accountant or your, your lawyer sees in your, your, your pre-practice sale ready DD, due diligence that is, and thrash it out early, get it up to scratch and provide it to a, to a uh, whether or not you're using a broker or whether or not you're selling internally or you have had a cold call to sell. Provide it to your, your purchaser in a way that, look, hopefully actually increases the value of your practice because you don't have any of these lingering disclosure issues that are not only not disclosed when you're actually negotiating on a price, but only really disclosed after the contracts have been provided uh, to, the, to a purchaser. In, in my circumstances, this happens all the time. We're asking for due diligence, particularly again on employees, because <laughs> no one wants to talk about the due diligence employ on employees, particularly their entitlements. There's a significant amount of entitlement there, um, and they, they, there there is a, a crunch on time if contracts are provided with lack of DD, and you're still reviewing and advising on due diligence. When the pressure is there, of course, to, to proceed and 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 go ahead with the contract and sign off on the contract for our purchaser clients, look, it's it's a it's unfortunately it's a a a time that is very very difficult for our for our for purchaser clients and vendor clients to go to go through, and it's tough when records haven't been properly kept and due diligence just has not been properly disclosed. So. I guess the point, I guess, from the start is that that little rabbit hole we went down to on, on those debts, which was, again, it's a, we, we don't need to <laughs> tell anyone to really look into a, a $120,000 debt that they actually have because it's very rare, but it was just a circumstance that it was just uh, good to, good to uh, cover off. But keep those records up to scratch and get and have them ready for your team who are asking for them to actually review and advise on them properly and, and, and let them know or let them let you know if there are any issues you can work them out before you really liaise with your purchaser I'm I of course that's part of our our, our uh, practice sale ready uh, work our DD before you're ready. Are you ready to? Are you exit strategy ready? That's our. That's part of our process. If, you, if vendors uh, pro provide, we work with our vendors to provide with uh, appropriate legal due diligence and work with the accountants for final final items that may need to be covered off. And that, of course, that gets the uh, our vendor clients practice sale ready. And on the flip side with purchases, and it can seem to be for some vendors who are not properly briefed by commercial lawyers or, or, or other accountants that have not necessarily dealt in the, in the uh, practice sale transaction side of things, 
asking questions, uh, having having purchasers ask questions about about the practices. It shouldn't be seen as a point of consternation. We're not necessarily we or the, the purchaser. The purchaser is, is keen on, on the practice. It's not necessarily supposed to be a a uh, uh, not nefarious or <laughs> an adversarial element. These questions have to be asked at some point. And we revert back to the employee entitlements. You're going to be asked what the employee entitlements are. It's a lot easier for everyone to get them out early. So in any event, thought I'd just throw that one out there. Remember, though, that all this is legal information. These examples are not necessarily straight on to where we've been with our clientele, but they're close-ish. The points in that the points are, are pretty similar though in those those, uh, those examples. <laughs> so it's legal information, not advice. I'm Julian Whitehead. I'm a partner at Whitehead Legal, and I exclusively advise health professionals throughout Australia. My contact details, of course, will be in the description. And thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Health Lawyer Podcast with Julian Whitehead.